So this is from Anam, Anamkara. There is a beautiful complexity of growth within the human soul. In order to glimpse this, it's helpful to visualize the mind as a tower of windows. Sadly, many people remain trapped at the one window, looking out every day at the same scene in the same way. Real growth is experienced when you draw back from that one window, turn and walk around the inner tower of the soul and see all the different windows that await your gaze. Through these different windows, you can see new vistas of possibility, presence and creativity. Complacency, habit and blindness often prevent you from, from feeling your life. So much depends on the frame of vision, the window through which you look. So we're probably tasting that for ourselves as we um, have so skillfully placed, us, placed ourselves in a retreat container where there's a kind of repeating rhythm to the day and you notice how different your experience can be from day to day and at different times of day depending on the window through which you're looking. And already there we have a... Um, a recognition, an insight into this uh, truth of impermanence or change that the Buddha pointed to. And the thing that I would like to draw your attention to today or kind of um, lean our noticing into is the spacious quality of awareness, the space within this tower that John O'Donoghue is speaking about. Um, to give some attention to uh, the space between the thoughts that arise in the mind, the space between the sounds. So we've, we, we're doing a lot that cultivates a sensitivity of listening that comes through the chanting uh, in our meditation. There's a, a quality of listening presence that we're developing. And often our human habit is to give more attention to the stuff than the space within which it arises. So Ajahn Sumedho used to talk about uh, listening to the silence out of which the sound arises and the silence into which the sound dissolves. You can do that just now. And actually, if you listen and see what's the most distant sound you can hear, so you just allow sounds that are near and far away to come and go. We feel them 
we hear them through our ears, we also perhaps feel them vibrating in our body. So this contemplation of sound isn't necessarily disconnected from the contemplation of the body that we've been doing. But you get a sense of just how much space there is inside the mind, perhaps. And in this space, sounds arise, sounds dissolve again. Words arise, words dissolve. A thought arises, and a thought dissolves. And if we mind the space, mind the gap between our thoughts, we don't get so stuck at a particular window. Sumedha was sharing with me that one of the uh, one of the ways that dukkha has been translated as is not enough space. You know, suffering is a predicament of not enough space when we feel stuck or trapped. So actually, the etymology of dukkha is uh, something to do with a uh, a wheel not turning properly on its axle, you know, whether there isn't the space to move. And perhaps that's a uh, you know, you feel some sense of that. This is what the predicament of suffering feels like. We get, we get stuck behind a particular window and the colour of that window colours our whole view. And we can develop these habits, get stuck in these ruts of maybe uh, always listening to the inner critic or the complaining mind or um, a sense of, you know, being victimised. Or we can notice that that is simply a state that's arising in the mind, a train of thought we're on, and we can turn around and see what else is happening, what else is possible. And this is why the body and this contact with earth is such a um, good thing, because it's, it's neutral and it's always here. It's another dimension of experience that we can, we can turn towards to widen out our picture again. Our, our system is so primed to look for threats and to look for problems Sometimes we don't discern the space between the problems. <coughs> the mind is just hopping from one, one thing that I need to fix to another. This is another habitual groove that we can go down. So I really want to invite us today to uh, turn to this quality of spaciousness and see if we can simply allow a thought to arise, be felt, be acknowledged, and notice when it ends. Notice the space between our thoughts, the space between problems. Let uh, life and the air move through us. And then we can, we can have this attitude of curiosity. So... Uh, how is it true? How, how might it be true in my experience, this, this 
uh, fact that the Buddha pointed to, or this, uh, this claim of the Buddha is that everything, there is nothing that is not changing. Everything uh, arises and dissolves again. There's nothing that we can grasp or hold on to. This sense of self that seems so solid and fixed is actually also ever-changing. My stories of myself, yes, all our stories have a, a function and a purpose, but we don't have to hold on to them beyond what's actually useful for us. And see how in the letting go of things, there's the quality of peace. So inviting a sense of awareness that is receptive, but without being passive. It's receptive and it's, it's curious. Uh, there's a sense of uh, yeah, inquiry, inquisitiveness to what is actually happening right now. What, am I, what window am I getting stuck behind? And what else is happening? Uh, what else is there? in this space. And whatever, you know, whatever window we habitually stay behind, that that really becomes, you know, we're, we're building a habit. So whatever we frequently turn our attention to, that starts to... Uh, colour the mind so to, to really be careful to see if we, if we find ourselves in, a, in an aversive state of mind or a, a kind of dull or heavy state of mind to rather than um, allow that to be the, the sea that we're swimming in to see that this is the lens through which everything is happening and just to, even in that recognition, the kindly recognition of a difficult mind state, something else is being cultivated, something else is being recognised. So I also want to uh, read a, another poem from uh, American poet Rosemary Wachtler Trummer who does this wonderful thing. She puts out a poem every day. And a few days ago, she put out a really excellent poem. She teaches um, with some um, Dharma teacher friends of mine. This is called When Feeling Stuck. Sometimes I forget I'm surrounded by whirl. Forget the earth's turning. Forget our galaxy's spiralling nature. But it helps me today to remember myself as swirl. From the whirl in my fingertips, to the curl in my hair, to the twirl in my step, as I move through the rooms of a house that somehow feels solid and stable. It helps to think of the day as a twist, an infinite trip on a Mobius strip. And suddenly stuck isn't quite so stuck. And whatever in me is wedged isn't quite so wedged. And I become more like a starry night, ethereal, dreamlike. As I start to recall the joy in the spinning, 
the freedom in the churning. And I open again to a magic that invites me to play far beyond the frame. sitting together or a standing if you want to uh, meditate standing. Let yourself stretch a little, get comfortable if you're not already in a comfortable meditation posture. If you need a stretch of the joints. opportunity to arrive into presence and to begin afresh. So as I feel my way into my posture, my meditation, I like to really establish a sense of that vertical axis, that connection between earth and sky. So feeling the contact with ground and sending the roots down (coughs) into the earth. Feeling the earth receive our weight. And feeling how the body also rises upwards from the earth. Letting our spine find its comfortable balance that's right for our particular body. crown of the head floating towards the sky, and the shoulders and arms relaxed. Hand 
hands resting onto the knees or the legs or the lap. That's where they comfortably land. Just receiving into awareness the sense of the body sitting, perhaps the body breathing, just as it is. Sensing the space around the body. Vibration of the different sounds that come towards us through this space. rises and it fades away. You might sense awareness as in some ways being like a vast satellite dish. The body is here in the center of it and it spreads out to receive the different sense impressions from around us. We can just stay here balanced and upright in the middle. Satellite dish is soft and responsive. Something lands, it touches us, we feel its vibration.
if you can give an equal amount of attention to the space between the sounds, between the words, between the thoughts. To the stillness behind the movement in the body, behind the sensation. Self rest into that. Don't have to go looking for it. And rest into it. Maybe we see a thought arising like, am I doing this right? We say, uh-oh, am I doing it right? And then we can just watch as that thought dissolves and another thought maybe takes its place. breath arises, the breath dissolves again.
allowing this spacious awareness to be tinged with a sense of warmth, a sense of curiosity, a sense of playfulness. to be starkly neutral. Maybe there's a lot of space, maybe there's just the tiniest little crack that's okay. Just notice the crack. What we notice grows.
feeling our own presence, our own rootedness, here in the middle of the dance of experience, of sensation, of feeling. Movement and stillness. hugged off centre and we can return. We get tugged again and we can return. Like the tree in the wind in the breeze.
times we feel a lot of ease and space and presence and when we do we can really luxuriate in it, let that become a habitual way of being. And sometimes we find ourselves jammed up close against a particular window. And maybe the skillful thing that we can do is just to take one small step back and recognize, oh, in this moment it's like this. It's okay. And in this, it's like this, there's a sliver of space. experience of awareness rather than any particular content.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.